The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Hello, everyone. This is Rob Golfy with Remax, the Golfy team. Welcome to the Golfy Real Estate Show, a Hamilton edition with host. Rick Zamprin. Another amazing Saturday is here, and it is always great to spend it with Mr. Rob Golfie, sales representative, Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team, online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Call the number one Remax team in Canada. That is the Golfie team. If you want to get your home sold or even the market to buy a house, the number to call is 905-575-7700-905-575-7700. A lot of interesting topics to uh, discuss today, including an event that you will definitely want to register for. It's called the Win in Any Market event. We'll talk a little more about it towards the end of the program. We're also going to get into... Home inspectors and whether or not you should use the one that's recommended by your real estate agent. I'm sure Rob has some thoughts on that. Also talk about uh, municipal land transfer taxes, uh, Canadians gearing up apparently to enter the housing market again, which is exciting news. But to begin the day, as we usually do, what is happening in your real estate life this week, Mr. Dolphy? Yeah, so, um, yeah, the market it has changed. There's no doubt about it. Uh, inventory is moving up because uh, uh, we're finding that months of inventory is climbing and surprisingly, surprisingly climbing. So it's telling me that uh, coming up in uh, probably November, December, opportunity is out there for the buyers. I would gear up and even though the interest rates are not the greatest and they may do an increase in October, it's hard to tell. Uh, but even if they do, do not be afraid. Right now, even myself, I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do with some of, some of the renewals. Like, do I just uh, renew at a uh, one-year open and, and pay the higher interest rate and just do the short, short, uh, short-term short pain or or do I renew at a lower interest rate for five years and do I uh, roll a dice and say oh wow I should have waited the one, one year but it's hard to tell mm-hmm. but I'm, lo- I'm looking at that as many as other people are also but um, but but the thing is opportunity is 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 uh, starting to happen right now um, people are putting you know aggressive offers on homes and sellers are realizing, you know what, they have to probably, uh, you know, give in a little bit if they want the house sold. It just depends on the seller and the seller's motiva- motivation. Um, we just sold uh, uh, a three and a half million dollar house. I was surprised, cash offer, <laughs> and uh, it uh, it was in Grimsby, and you know, like I was surprised. I, I called my client. I said, "Hey, listen, we got a cash offer here." And usually, when you get uh, homes that are, you know, in that price point, you. you you're lucky if you get 10 people to see it in, in the course of four or five months. So uh, we did get a lot of people looking at it, but nobody would, everybody hums and haws and thinks about it. It is a big price point, even mm-hmm. for business people that do well. Um, but, uh, but again, you know, we, we, we left a little room for negotiations cause we knew that was going to happen. And uh, we put the deal together and it sold. Uh, we just, we just sold it. Fantastic. My clients are happy. I'm happy and, uh, and, uh, the buyer, the buyers are happy. And so is the agent, so everybody's all happy there, but again, opportunity is, is, uh, starting to happen right now for, uh, for the buyers and sellers. If you've got a great, great house, 
that everything's done to the nines, you will get you will get a, a good price for your house. So given that we've the market has now changed to a buyer's market, are buyers kind of dictating what the price point is? Because you alluded to it, you know, that some of the sellers have to give in a little. Yeah, you know what it is? It's, it's difficult when you have a house that needs work, right? Like it needs a little bit of work here and there. And, and I just sold one that did. And, 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 and I got to tell you the story. So, uh, and this is one of my techniques and I was rolling the dice on this one, but I had no choice. Um, but if the house needs work, the uh, buyers are coming in aggressive on the price. There's no doubt about it. So the, the story on this one was um, we sold this house and this house needed repairs everywhere. Like they, the homeowner started projects, but never finished them. It was just, it, it, it needed probably about 40, $50,000. Hmm. A, a guy to go in, that's including labor, just fixing everything up. Like there was no structural problems with the house. And, um, and he was, and the guy was a little bit tough to deal with too. Like the, the sell, the seller was a little tough. So, uh, a lot of pressure there from him. And, uh, so I get an offer and, uh, they came in, you know, pretty aggressive, but my seller was, he, he was easy on the sign back. He was good. I go, okay, good. Um, I tell the agent, I go, look, listen, you know, this house needs a lot of work. Don't come to me after home inspection and say, oh, we, we want to renegotiate. I says, I, I don't want to hear that. I go, listen. This house, you need to put forty, fifty thousand in. You understand that? We both agree. Well, so anyway, on the last day of conditions, he comes to me and says, "Rob, you know, we need another day. We want an, another day. Actually, wanted another three, four days for the conditions." I says, "No way. You, I'm not giving you another four days." I, I, I go, "You, you, you," and I said, "Okay, I'll give you till tomorrow, right?" And uh, he goes, that's going to be tough. I go, I don't care. I says, you know what? I told you, what are you getting the contractor for? Like you, you, I told you it's forty, fifty thousand $50,000. So anyway, uh, I call my client up and I talk to him and he says, uh, he goes to me, he goes, uh, Rob, no way. I, this thing, get, tell him either he wants it or he doesn't want it. And I go, okay. So I go <laughs> back to him. So I go back to my, to the other agent. I said to, and I'm going, okay, how am I going to handle this? So I did tell him I had a few showings the next day. And, uh, and, uh, and had and the showings weren't there. I had a few people interested agents called me, this right. deal falls apart, but that doesn't mean anything. It just means that, you know, so, uh, I, I go to the agent. I said, uh, just send me the mutual release. We want out of the deal. <laughs> we, we're not going to give you time. You either firm up today, today, right now, within the next couple hours or give us the mutual release. That's the way I put it. Right. And I sent him, I got agents banging down on my door wanting this property <laughs> and he's like he's like he's he's listening to this and he's like he can't believe me here saying this like like i'm literally telling him we don't want you and uh please leave us alone right. we'll, we'll give it to somebody else and, and every time i played that card i always put the deal together he firmed up within an hour oh wow and every i'm telling you rick every time i play that card and you know how that that mentality starts. It starts when you're a little kid, a little boy, you know how there's two little boys and one's got the little fire engine truck and the other one wants it. Right. Mm -hmm. Because the other little boy wants that fire engine truck also because that other boy has it. So as soon as the one boy doesn't care about it, the other boy doesn't care about it anymore. So makes perfect basically. Sense. Yeah. So I just, so basically I just like, I acted like we don't care. We, I was, and, and you have to be confident when you say this, this is a, a negotiation tactic. I hope the guy that's, uh, that we did this deal with 
uh, is not listening. <laughs> he's a realtor. Hopefully, he's not listening. Yeah. But uh, but but anyway, but yeah, like I I had, you know what? I was I had to come up with something because I I thought this guy was going to walk away, and I'm going to go. Oh my! I have to start all over again with mm. this house. But he firmed up. He firmed up. It is a solid house, and and I use my. Uh, enthusiasm and, and my uh, techniques and my experience, and we got the deal done, and it's a firm deal. Yeah, and while it might be, you know, a tactic that you used and, and you've used in the past, you know, the fact of the matter is that there would be, uh, it would just be a matter of time, there would be a number of other people who, who would be banging down the door to say, hey, you know, this is, you know, a, a house that I want to get into. Yeah, we realize that, the, you know, 40 to 50K in renovations need to be done, but and, and and that's the opportunity for the next home buyer that that's going to realize that deal. So yeah, the, the tactics have to be used to, to get the deal done. Oh, absolutely. Cause a lot of agents, they try to renegotiate and, and I'm, I'm sick and tired of that. Mm. Like they, you know, after the home inspection and, and you tell them what's wrong with the house and they still like come at you. And I'm just, you know what? Like, come on, be a, be a good agent say, and, and tell your client, Hey, it does need a lot of work. Are you still interested? Don't put the offer in. And, and, and like a lot of agents go in thinking they can renegotiate after the thing, after the deal's done, right? Because they got the conditional period. And I like, it's just, and, and that's their tactic, right? And that's their tactic. And sometimes it backfires on them. Mm-hmm. And, and they do that knowing that going in, like they say, oh, we'll beat them up a little more on the price. But, um, and, you know, I just, I just don't like that. And, uh, you know, just, if you know, if you know about showing houses and you know, the, what needs to be done. And I always inform my clients, here's what your house needs. Here's what you have to do to the house to get it to the level. Furnace is old. Shingles are old. Uh, windows are old. You know, you have to put another 30,000 into, into the house to, to get it back to the level it should be at. Are you, are you okay with that? Let's, let's put the offer in base knowing that, that you may have to do that. And, and that's not a problem. And then when you do the home inspection, you're really doing the home inspection to find out if there's mold or there's structural problems, anything outside of that, you pretty well know. And at the end of the day, you want, you want a win, 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 right? A win for the home buyer, a win for the home seller, a win for both agents. So everyone is going away, you know, happy with the deal that, that was compensated, that was uh, consummated. Um, so there's no, you know, ill feelings. And I, I would, I would assume that it's very rare that someone is kind of like, ah, you know, in full regret mode after the deal is done. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, so it just, uh, yeah, it worked out well. And, uh, and, and, and my seller was worried about this guy trying to renegotiate. And that's why I said, no, you either take it tonight or, or you lose it, you lose it. That's it. So, so the agent realized that that tactic's not going to work for him. So then that's why uh, he firmed up. He says, you know, what's not going to happen. So it was good. It worked out well for, for the uh, seller and, uh, and, uh, and he pushed me to, uh, to get it done and I got it done. Got about a minute before the segment uh, comes to a close, but I do want to uh, ask you, and we can continue this on in segment two, about high the high-end market is apparently still strong, but there are picky buyers out there? Yeah, high-end market is doing well. The negotiations are tough on those, right? Uh, especially, you know what, especially if you go in with a, a cash offer and uh, no conditions, it, you don't get those. You do not get those, and it's hard. Um, but the high-end market is is it is good, but it is very picky. Uh, it's moving along. The people, the, the, the people that have money out there are, are the, the, are the wealthy. Obviously they have the money, but they're the ones that are, uh, you know, they can pick and choose right now and, uh, and, 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 and 
negotiated a pretty good deal, mm-hmm. but somehow high-end houses are selling and they're moving. If you want to sell your house or you are in the market to buy a home, call the number one REMAX team in Canada, the Golfie team, 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. Online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. When we come back, we'll talk about the housing market and how it appears to be heating up a little bit. That's next on the Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Welcome back to the Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfie, sales representative, Remax's Skirtman Realty, the Golfie team. Online at robgolfie.com. That website again is Rob G. O-L-F-I.com. If you want to sell your house or you're in the market to buy a house, call the number one REMAX team in Canada, 905-575-7700. That's the phone number for the Golfie team, 905-575-7700. They're on Facebook and TikTok, Instagram and Twitter. Give them a like or a follow on social media. Still to come on the show, we'll talk about how some Ontario landlords, there's at least one, I'm sure there's a, a few more than that, that want you to share a bed with a stranger for $550 a month rent. We'll explain later on in the show. You'll definitely want to tune in to that scenario. But let's talk about the apparent heating up of the housing market again. There was a recent survey done by Die and Durham Corp. A survey of 1,001 Canadians and it found that 1 in 10 are looking to sell their home and buy something new within the next 12 months. That's double the number, by the way, of those who sold and bought new last year. And for first-time homebuyers, and this is interesting, first-time homebuyers' intentions have also increased with 8% intending to make the leap within the next year compared to just 4% who already purchased their first house this past year. So more people want to buy within the next 12 months and a lot more first-time homebuyers plan to get in. That seems encouraging, Rob. It is. You know what? And I think it, it, it is actually good for anybody getting into the market, especially if, if the interest rates go up another, let's say, quarter point next, uh, next well, in the next couple of days. Or I think the, uh, I'm not sure when the next announcement is. But if the interest rates go up, that's the time that you buy. And I know it's weird. He's a realtor. He wants to say, you know, wants to make money and stuff like that. It's not that. When interest rates go up, Property values either hold or they they or they do get adjusted and and they come down a bit uh, to readjustment. That's when you go in, you negotiate a hard deal as as a buyer. Now, when the market, when the interest rates drop, and they eventually will, um, that's when the real estate market goes up. So you picked up at a, a you bought low and now you you sell high or you hold on and you built uh, some equity. Um, but I do feel the opportunity uh, for buyers are coming up uh, and, and it, we're talking it's just around the corner. I think November, December, if there's inventory out there, which it looks like there is inventory, um, the opportunities are going to be there for the buyers. And uh, yeah, I could see people moving and, and moving from one house to another. They can transport their mortgage or whatever or blend their mortgage depending how big, if they're upsizing or downsizing. But yep, opportunity is coming mm-hmm. uh, for buyers and sellers. Uh, clean up your house, make it look good because it, it'll, 
every penny is going to count when you guys are uh, buyers are coming in trying to negotiate against you. It's not all rose-colored glasses. This survey also shows that high interest rates are playing a part in people's decisions. 23% say they are going to stay on the housing market sidelines until these interest rates fall. And who knows, they might be waiting for a while if they are waiting for that. 24% say they would not buy until home prices decline. And that that's a bit of a rarity. You have to go back a long ways to see year-over-year declines. Uh, in-house prices. Um, it sounds like those that, that group of people might be waiting a while. Yeah, it is. And if, why, why wait till house, uh, interest rates uh, drop? Uh, because that's when the housing prices are going to go up. So that, the mentality there is uh, the person's waiting. Okay, well, I'm, I'm going to wait till interest rates drop and, uh, and they, then they'll buy. But then they're going to see notice that housing prices are going to go up. So, and they're going to complain about that. And then they're going to wait again. And, you know, it's just, it's a vicious cycle. Um, but like I said, like November, December, remember last, I, I was telling you about last year, how the prices in, uh, I think December and January, they almost hit rock bottom in a lot of the markets in, uh, in the golden horseshoe. So the, so it was uh, like, you could have literally bought a house in December last year, close on it in February, March, and put it back up for sale and probably made a hundred grand without even doing a single thing to the house. Hmm. Not one thing. And uh, so will that happen again this year? I think, I think there'll be opportunity, but it's hard to tell what the market's going to be next year. I, I, like I'll tell you, Rick, I've been in this business for 25 years. I have not experienced any of this. Now I, I, I know what the nineties were and that's where interest rates went up and housing prices held on for a long time. They, they didn't drop. They just, held. They just stopped. And, and it, and it's, and they held for a long time. It wasn't like one or two years. They, they held for a good, oh, close to a decade. Like I, I was just looking at it and you have that chart in, in 1999 or no, 1990, the average sale price was 167,000. In 2000, it was 164,000 <laughs> and it held in that 160,000 range for the whole decade. That's the only decade that, that in, in, 60, 70 years that housing prices kind of held for the long time. Yeah. Now we're in a faster, aggressive, a high digital market that it, it won't do that. It could hold for maybe a year, six months. It's hard to tell, but because we're in a fast paced uh, market, it, 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 it'll be quicker. Uh, like housing prices will hold for maybe six months, eight months, nine months, and bang, it's going to kick off again. So you almost have to make a quick decision on whether you're going to, whether you're buying or you're selling or whatever, whatever you're doing. It, it just, you just got to find the right moment. To me, we'll see what February, March brings uh, in 2024. I've always said February, March is always the time to put your house up for sale, but is that going to still go going for 2024 because in the last 25 years, it's been pretty good. Yeah. So we'll see if it's going to be good in 2024. If you want to sell your house or you want to uh, put your mark, uh, house on the market, you got to call the number one REMAX team in Canada. That is the Golfie team, 905-575-7700. Online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. If you're buying or selling, the Golfie team is the team to call. Let's talk a little bit about land transfer tax because the city of toronto in particular we know that they have a hefty municipal land transfer tax they are in well let's just call it budget hell they have some really serious financial 
uh, problems to deal with. And the new mayor there, Olivia Chow, is having to deal with them and is, you know, has her hand out asking for uh, money from the province and maybe even the federal government. Who knows? But it, when it comes to the land transfer tax in Toronto, which is already sky high, there is a discussion that maybe we should increase that even a little bit more or a lot more. I'm not sure what the number is eventually going to be. Is this a deterrent to those who buy and sell homes? I would have believed it would be. It, it is. It slows it slows the buyer down. Like, I mean, I know they got uh, 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 rebates or, or discounts for first-time buyers, but anybody else, it, like, you know, like, for instance, a million-dollar house, which which in, uh, in a million-dollar house in Toronto, which is probably average, actually $1.1 million in, in Toronto. So, but a million-dollar house in Toronto, Sorry, in Toronto, the land transfer tax is uh, thirty-seven thousand nine hundred fifty. It's crazy. Wow. So not only you have to save money to buy the down for the down payment, you got to have the land transfer tax. It's almost forty thousand dollars. Then you got your legal fees. So so literally, you have to have forty thousand dollars put aside on top of what your down payment has to be. Now. That's in that's in the GTA, right? They doubled the land transfer tax. I can't remember what year they did that. Now in Hamilton, Burlington, and, and Niagara and Brantford, everywhere, the rest of uh, Ontario, a one million dollar house, the land transfer tax would be sixteen thousand four hundred seventy five dollars. Except for first time buyers, they get uh, a discounted rate. Now in two thousand fifteen, the Wynn government, remember the Wynn government? Yep. Tried to do have the rest of Ontario have the land transfer tax double for everywhere else. Hmm. So think about like, like, like Toronto did that because they were deep in debt. They needed to get money to pay for all their screw ups of management of that city, but they haven't changed it. And it's not even paying anything. It's like, it's like it's now it's a normal land transfer tax in Toronto. Now they tried to bring it in. There was a lot of uh, 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 kickback and a lot of uh, uh, about them doing that. They were going to they would have hurt the economy, uh, I think, for a short bit in Ontario. But it would take longer for somebody to save money to buy a house, especially in like Niagara, Brantford, Kitchener, Waterloo, just anywhere outside of the GTA. I mean, Toronto. If you live in Toronto, you're probably making more money, but still, it it offset it, it balances out. But um, I. Like I, I, I got a feeling they're going to try to uh, uh, increase it, and and I don't, you know, because they're always they're they're always in trouble. They always need money, but I hope they don't. The land transfer tax is very expensive, and they're making a fortune. The Ontario government uh, and the cities that they have they have them in, and uh, I just uh, I just I just think it's uh, I think it's just too much. And I think wasn't it in two thousand eight when they implemented it? I think the land transfer tax. Was only three hundred and seventy nine dollars. I'm correct. <laughs> wow, that's it. So when they started this, and look at where it's at now. It's in like it's it's like uh, you know like um, on a million dollar house. It's yeah. like sixteen uh, sixteen seventeen thousand. That's outside of the GTA. In the that's GTA, it's almost it's almost forty thousand. Well, here's here's a little bit of uh, other stats that'll that'll blow your mind. As of t- 2021, and this is according to the Toronto Regional Real Estate Board, Toronto home prices have increased by about 140% since 2008. So since the municipal land transfer tax was introduced in 2008, home prices on average in Toronto went up 140%. The municipal land transfer tax 
has gone up 340%, more than double that of the yeah. price of the average house. That is insane. It is. And they just keep taxing and taxing. You know, it's just, it's just getting ridiculous. No matter where you're going, we're paying tax over tax over tax. And they're going to, I don't know how long they're going to keep doing this. Like, don't these politicians have to pay taxes also? Don't they have to go? Don't they buy gas? Don't they buy groceries? Like, yeah. is it, do they get that all paid for from the government? Like, is, do they have like a, like a credit card that the, you know, the federal or the, you know, uh, Canada gives them and says, Hey, you guys are exempt from all these uh, things. We'll pay the taxes for you since you're, uh, you know, uh, being a, a representative of uh, Canada or whatever. You're, <laughs> but it just, it's, it's, it's ridiculous how much we're taxed yeah. and, um, and, and they just keep doing it. They just keep pushing them, you know, but they're starting to get pushback though. You know, there's people out there over bridges and corners and everything <laughs> putting, putting their flags out saying, you know, we got to stop this and stop that. But uh, it's happening. It's starting to happen. And Canada never did that before. We really never had protesters or I'm not sure if you call them protesters, but there are people out there just yeah. acknowledging that they're not happy. Yeah. I think it's just regular, regular people now, you know, fed up at the cost of living. It's gone way too high. We pay too much tax on too many items. And I think we're all either at or very close to that breaking point. So it's, it's no surprise yeah. that people are really angry about it, but let's move on to, because, and you kind of referenced this earlier on, you know, if you, if you have, you know, an interest rate that you're looking at and thinking, okay, I'm not sure if that number is going to work for me. Just imagine having your mortgage coming up for renewal this year and you were locked in at a five-year, you know, fixed term, which was at, you know, two, two and a half, three percent. And now you're looking at six, six and a half, seven percent in some cases. That sticker shock, I would assume is going to, you know, really force a lot of people to, you know, take note of, whether or not they want to continue with the home ownership. Can they afford to continue paying mortgage payments at a much higher rate? Uh, have you heard about these conversations being had with people who are thinking of buying or selling? Yeah, they are. I, I, uh, we are getting people that are um, debating what to do. And uh, they're in a frustrating uh, situation. And, 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 it's, and it's becoming very stressful as we as time is going on, renewals are happening as, and, and there's, and I think, uh, I'm not sure what percentage of the renewals, I think 30% of the renewals are happening next year. So we're going to see a lot of people trying to figure out what to do so they can keep their house. I'd hate to see anybody sell their house that, yeah. uh, you know, if their mortgage uh, rates, uh, you know, increase to a point where they just can't afford it. Like there's a lot of families. I mean, there's people that, our home on, uh, on maternity leave, right? So you're only getting so much money for that maternity, maternity leave, uh, from unemployment and it's not paying the full salary that where you're used to. Uh, then you got the husband, you know, or wife or whatever that's working. And so you got maternity leave and you got one, uh, you got one and a half income, let's say. So, and if the renewal comes up, they're in trouble, they're, they're in trouble. They're, they're going to be under like, every month goes by, they're getting more and more in debt, you know, and they're probably have to dip into their line of credit. They have to, you know, borrow money or whatever. But I, I feel, I feel for those people, uh, shop around for a rate, you know, talk to a mortgage broker. We, like, like for instance, I wish Sam and, or Sam or, uh, Brian were here. Um, and that, that can talk about this. I, it was too late for me to, to get them to, to come, but, but shop around for a rate. 
you know, like call us, we can connect you with, uh, we got two mortgage brokers on our, on our team and they will shop the rate around for you and they'll find it. And, and, and one last thing though, is when, when they are shopping the rate for you, um, it's better to get a mortgage broker because they'll do a credit check on you once. But if you go to five different banks and do five different credit checks, it hurts your beacon score. So you got to be very careful about mm-hmm. that. So find a mortgage broker. He does the credit check and then he can send the credit check to all those other people that he's shopping for. So it's only done once, but yeah, I would definitely shop around for the renewal, but, uh, but it is going to be a scary, scary time coming up uh, uh, with a lot of people that are already on the edge uh, now. Yeah. Well, I can attest that Sam does an awesome job. I've worked with him a couple of times and I know Brian's uh, an outstanding uh, broker as well. Two guys that you can count on that are just part of the uh, the massive golfy team that use their marketing expertise to get your home sold for top dollar. Call them today at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. Online, robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I dot com. Coming up, should you use your real estate agent recommended home inspector and we'll get to that landlord who wants you to share a bed with a stranger for a cool price of less than six hundred dollars a month that's coming up here on the golfy real estate show hamilton edition on 900 chml you're listening to a paid commercial program unless otherwise identified the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser the opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 chml this is the golfy real estate show hamilton edition on 900 chml rick samprin with rob golfy sales representative Remax's Scartman Realty, the golfie team. They're all over social media, whether it's Twitter, TikTok, I guess it'd be X now, not Twitter anymore. X, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook threads, you name it, they're on it and dominating, showing and sharing some awesome content, including some of the hottest listings in town, which you can see online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. And if you want to sell your house or you are in the market to buy one, call the number one Remax team in Canada. The Golfie team, 905-575-7700. All right, there are a few reasons not to hire your real estate agent's home inspector. I, I did not know this was a big no-no, but apparently it is. Rob, what can you tell us about this? Yeah, you know, the, it, it is it is tough. So here, here's the thing about inspectors. And what they do is they want to do a good job for the realtor because they want they want that realtor to use them again. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so there's a, you know... So they're, they're going to push the, the deal and not make it as bad as it is. So sometimes it's good to hire somebody that maybe you went on your own or have the realtor give three or four inspectors that, that maybe they use, they don't use whatever. Um, but don't like, like we, we had a meeting just um, this past week and said, guys, we, we like, we work in the Hamilton, Niagara, Brantford and Halton area. And I said, you have to have a list of at, between all those areas, 10 home inspectors that, that you feel that have good reputation mm-hmm. and they do a good job. Do not refer just one because what happens is that homeowner and inspectors, all of them will miss something. They can't, they can't tell what's behind the walls of a house. You just can't. But the one thing about that is if you, here's 10 that we felt that had good reputations, reviews were good. Uh, and, and they, uh, they know uh, pretty well what a, building construction is. 
let them pick who it is. Let them try to find out what the best price for them is so that they can't come back to you and say, hey, you referred this guy to me and he wasn't competent. He missed this. He missed that. So we had a meeting about that with with our team and say, guys, uh, you know, I know you're referring three, but I think you have to, you have to just give them a sheet of paper. Here's 10 and, and they're all in the surrounding area. And you, and, and one can, it doesn't matter. Um, it, it's the best way, um, uh, for the, for the buyer. And, uh, and, and it's, and, and I think, yeah, it, it's the only way I think you have to do it. Uh, you can't have just one. If a realtor refers you just one guy, do not use that guy. Yeah. Do not use that guy. Cause he wants to please the realtor. And, and that's not what you want. You're buying one of the most ex, uh, expensive investments in your life and you want to make sure it's going to be good for you uh, when you're buying it again. But also inspectors do miss things, the, the best of the best, because we don't know what's behind the walls. And that's and, and what happens is if something happens and you only referred to one, they're going to go back to the to the realtor and say, hey, you referred this guy to me. And so then now you got he pointing fingers everywhere. So that's why you always say, here's five or 10 of them. You decide. Mm-hmm. I have no re- relationship. We, these guys have done inspections all over the, uh, the pen or the Hampton went help area. And we've seen their name around. They, they seem to be, have good reputations. You pick one. And that's the only way and the best way. Have you ever run into a scenario where the buyer has a home inspection done, but they're not a hundred percent satisfied and they said, you know what, let's bring in another home inspector to see what they find. Oh, absolutely. Sometimes you bring a, a, a contractor um, to find out more about a certain part of the house. Like it could be, uh, you know, the attic, uh, finding out about the raptors, maybe because they're bullying, something's going on up there. You don't know. Uh, maybe uh, the foundation. Uh, we have one house that, uh, that uh, uh, the wall is bowing in. And uh, so the, we're going to mention that to whoever buys it. We're, we're going to say, listen, we got to make sure that we don't want, we don't want a buyer to miss it. We want to make, make sure an agent doesn't miss it. We want to make sure everybody knows there's a bow in the wall it's, and we got an estimate to fix it. It's $15,000. So, and here's the company that can do it. So, so we're going to list it based on this wall needing to be done. Now, somebody may buy it and not do anything. And, uh, but, but we are going to make sure that that is picked. Now, most inspectors will pick that out. And, and how long that bow in the wall has been there? Hard to tell. Because those things kind of happen slowly over a long period of time. But, um, but, you know, but inspectors do miss. I had one where there was mold behind a basement wall and the homeowners didn't even know it. The inspector didn't see it. And, uh, and the, the sellers, sorry. And the buyers, when they ripped out the basement, there was mold all behind the walls. So are they, who's liable for this? I mean, like the, 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 the buyers think the sellers were trying to hide something. The, then the buyers think the home inspector was incompetent. And it's just like, but you can't, you can't see what's behind the walls. And that's the thing. And, and it's, it's tough. It's tough. Got a couple more topics we're going to get to in our final segment, including a landlord who wants you to share a bed with a stranger for a monthly fee. And we'll also tell you how you can get involved in the upcoming Win in Any Market events. That's coming up next year on the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. 
You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. One last go around here on the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfy, sales representative, Remax's Scartman Realty, the Golfy team. Call the number one Remax team in Canada to get your home sold. 905-575-7700. That's the Golfy team at 905-575-7700. RobGolfy.com is the website. Check them out on TikTok and Facebook, X, Instagram, threads, you name the social media feed. They are all over it. Uh, let's get into this story. And this is a very, very interesting one. We know that rental prices really everywhere are kind of through the roof. In Toronto especially, that is definitely the case. And there was a landlord who has listed a, I was going to call it a room. It's not really, well, it is a room, but there is a listing for a bed in this room on Kijiji. And it lists a, a, as a Toronto, you know, apartment listing for $550 a month. The thing, well, there's two things to it. Number one, yes, it's just a bed in a room. You're sharing this room with somebody else. And it's not really in Toronto. It's 45 minutes away in Ajax. Uh, Rob, this this is an eyebrow raiser, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. So this guy, I guess he's got it listed. He goes, I'm willing to share my bed, right? And uh, uh, it, I, I, I couldn't believe it when I, I saw it. There's an article in the paper, so... But I don't know if you like describe what you want in, in the bed beside, <laughs> beside you. Like, <laughs> like, is it that bad? Is that that bad? Like, I mean, this guy, he's, re- he's renting his one half of his bed, like, like his probably queen size or king size bed for $550 a month. So basically he's sleeping with a stranger. Like, does he post like, I'm looking for a tall, blonde, athletic professional. I don't know. Like, yeah. what's, he, what's, the, what's he, what's he looking like? What's the person looking for? And, uh, but, is it gotten to that point where people are renting everything? I mean, we've heard people renting their backyard, you know, the pool and everything else like that for by, by the hour. Uh, people are renting rooms out in their house. People are rent, people are renting everything. Like it's, but it's, it's, it's crazy. And, and they're, I guess they're making money. Like a, a, it, it's almost like a, a combination of a dating site uh, <laughs> or, or prostitution or, or whatever it is. I don't know. Like it's, it's, uh, it's, it's it's crazy. Like you know, can you imagine you said to uh, to your wife uh, Rick and say, "Hey, listen, uh, we got somebody else joining us in our bed tonight. Uh, <laughs> hope you don't mind. Uh, we're gonna make about five hundred bucks, five hundred fifty bucks this month to help pay for uh, the, uh, the groceries." It <laughs> is can wild. you imagine that? Oh, absolutely. It's crazy. That, it's crazy. that, that conversation would end pretty quickly. Do. Oh yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, I I mean, you hear so many different things. I know it's crazy. Yeah. Last one uh, for our audience today. And this is an exciting event that's coming up on Wednesday, October the 4th at the Burlington Arts Center. Uh, It's the win in any market event. What is happening? So this is mostly uh, for realtors, but we also have an investment thing and it's about a two, two and a half hour segment. It's at the Burlington uh, uh, Arts Center. Uh, it's from 10 till noon. Registration starts at uh, 9 o'clock. Uh, we do have food and drinks after that. It's all free. Uh, but if you go to winininanymarketevent.com, it's mostly for realtors, but if investors want to check it out and see it, um, it, 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 we put this on probably two or three times a year. And what it is, it, we show realtors how to win it in, in a, a market that we're in. Uh, we show uh, them how to invest 
uh, what to invest with, how to deal with uh, investors and how to invest themselves. And we got one of the top, top uh, social media uh, uh, people in real estate. Um, her name, uh, yeah, uh, uh, she's unbe- uh, unbelievable. She's from Montreal and uh, she's going to be there. She's going to, she's our, uh, I guess we call it anchor or our, uh, our, our big host. She's going to be speaking first. She's got 2.8 to 3 million followers on TikTok and Instagram. And she is, she is a thunder. I'm telling you. So if you're a realtor listening, you've got to come to this event. Uh, you'll like it. Uh, just look us up. Uh, 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 you can call us, Rob, call us robgolfie.com uh, or just go to winninanymarketevent.com. It, it'll be a good event in Burlington and uh, yeah, it's going to be amazing. It sounds like a lot of fun. Winninanymarketevent.com is the website. Wednesday, October the 4th, it begins at 10, goes till noon. Registration starts at 9 at the Burlington Performing Arts Center right downtown in Burlington. And you're going to share your insights on how to succeed in any market as well. And we're in one of those markets where I'm sure a lot of realtors are thinking, how do we get the job done here? Absolutely. And it is a tough market. So ever since COVID hit, market has been scrambled ever since it's just like we've been hit with everything and uh but yeah it's been scrambled the only there was 18 months there that was probably easy for any realtor now after that it's it's been uh, it's been a it's been tougher uh especially new realtors this is a perfect event for new realtors or realtors that uh like just getting licensed or a realtor that's only been in the business maybe a couple of years and they're like, and they're trying to figure it out. Uh, it's worth going to see, but it, it, it has been a big, a big, uh, it's been scrambled for, for the last 18 months. We had a good, you know, 2021 was good and partially of 2022. Then the second half of 2022 and 23 is, is you got to work and you got to know your business and you got to, you got to be experienced. And this is where we show people how to get, get experience. Our website again, wininanymarketevent.com. You can listen to our show online through Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and many more. Just search for The Golfie Real Estate Show in your favorite podcast platform. Hit the follow button so you never miss an episode. Thank you, Rob, and thank you for listening to The Golfie Real Estate Show. We're back next Saturday at 9 on 900 CHML. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertising. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML.